0: So that's Dr. Sid Williams. Um, how many of you guys have had the chance to actually meet or see Dr. Williams? Wow. Um, that's a shame. Um, I'll tell you, this man was amazing. Uh, he is my hero. He is the reason that I am here. He's the reason you're all you're all here. Actually, if it wasn't for him, none of you guys would be here. Um, uh, and I don't even mean that you guys would be here at Life University. I mean, Kyrie probably would be dead if it wasn't for him. Like, you may not realize how important he is, and I've said this before, but it bears repeating, that when B.J. Palmer died in 1961, chiropractic was on a downfall. And many thousands of chiropractors were exiting this profession. And Dr. Sid and some of his buddies, like Dr. Sigaboos and Dr. Santo and Dr. Ribley and those people, all got together and they said, we've got to do something. We've got to build us some, you know, we have to make us a seminar. They created DE, and then later on, 10 years later, because I was in the 60s, and later on, ten years later, created Life University, which at that time was like chiropractic college. So, if it wasn't for that, for someone stepping in and creating something to save chiropractic, none of us would be sitting here, and chiropractic would be a me- complete medical profession. Because so that's where it was headed back in the in the 60s. Um, you know, so it, it's really amazing. Um, and I can tell you a zillion stories. I sat at his feet for 10 years during his heyday, from when uh, like the mid 90s to. Uh, early 2000s when uh, he kind of took ill when this whole stuff happened. Um, uh, But my wife and I were there for 10 straight years at DE, listening to every word he said. Um, And uh, so I I feel like he's one of my mentors, and I feel that there should be a whole lot more videos on him on YouTube, and I think it's a shame that there isn't. Um, But uh, hopefully someday someone's going to have the foresight to put some history about him on YouTube, there's just like a, maybe four or five videos. And this, and I, but I know every single thing he's ever said on this campus was videoed. So it's just, someone's just got to go out there and do it. Um, anyway, see, he told a zillion stories. I'm going to tell you a particular story that had a lot of impact uh, uh, for me in my life and what he was talking about. And he, um, he told a story about Billy Graham, the evangelist. And he said, you know, Billy Graham, uh, one time he came to Atlanta and he, he filled up, you know, Philips Reno. Uh, and, or Phil, or maybe Turner Stadium or something, and he said uh, he was talking about how he uh, first, like, like when he first became a minister, uh, and he said uh, he was really struggling. He actually had in the beginning, if you read about his history, he was really struggling in the beginning. And it took until Billy Graham decided to take on his ministry in full faith. And when he took on his ministry in full faith, then he had a completely different mission and vision. Right, but the key was in full faith, meaning like 100%. Right? Either it's all or nothing. Right? And that's what you really got to do with chiropractic, what Dr. Sid would say. This isn't like dipping your toe in the water and seeing, that, oh, it's kind of cool, should I jump in? You know? it, it's not like that. Like, what he said about chiropractic is you got to jump in in full faith. And then your life will take on a whole new meaning. You don't just test the waters and see and test the waters and see and let's see how it is. You've got to jump all the way in, right? And the key thing in that and why that's so important is because so many of us are in halfway in a lot of things, you know? But the divorce rate now is 50%. That's because anytime someone has any kind of problem, what do they do? I'm out of here. This is a disposable thing, right? It's just like it's a can. I'll just throw that can out, Right? The whole idea is is when you when you accept something in full faith, that means you're in it for the long run. You're in it at a hundred percent. You're not gonna dabble in chiropractic and dabble in this and try this and try this. You know, it's not gonna work if you try. You know what did Yoda say? There is no try. There is only do. Right? That's what he said. Right? There's no trying. You know just he that's what he said to Luke, remember? When Luke said, I can't lift the, you know, spacecraft thingy, whatever it was, X-Wing fighter. You know. And he was like, there's no trying. You can't try. You either lift it or you don't lift it. Right? It's the, so you don't, you don't try kind of. I'm going to give it a dabble. I'm going to try it out a little bit here, a couple of years, see what happens. You go all the way, you don't do it. <clears throat> Otherwise, you're wasting everybody's time. Right? Your time and your patient's time. And everybody else's time. You know? So that's what he was talking about. That, that's full faith. And I remember hearing that at D saying, that's, that's what I, you know, that was what I had to embody. Is I had to embody full faith. This isn't like something I'm, I want to attempt. This is something I do. This is something I am, right? I am not a chiropractor. I am chiropractic. You see the difference? You know, if you're a chiropractor, it's like, you know, what are you? I'm an insurance salesman. What are you? You know, I'm a plumber. Well, that's a job that they do, right? They, 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 they put on their plumber hat. They wear their plumber hat for eight hours. They come back home and take off the plumber hat. And now I'm not a plumber. Well, that's not how I live my life. I don't live my life. I have a chiropractor hat. I take my chiropractor hat off when I'm done with work, you know? I don't even have to wear a hat anymore because I am chiropractic. It's in my soul. If I, if I puncture, I bleed chiropractic. Right? Because that's how, that's how I feel about this profession and what it's done for me and what Dr. Sid did for me and his trainings, you know, going to DE and listening to him all those years. And he also talked about something important too when we talked about this whole idea of full faith. He said it's very easy to get out of that faith too and he gave a perfect example about some other minister that he knew. And he said, the minister uh, said, you know, one day he was traveling somewhere, and um, he was a very uh, you know, passionate minister. He used to have this huge following and stuff. Um, and everywhere he went, he would just draw these big crowds of, of people to hear him talk. And one day he was um, upstairs at his hotel, and he heard this noise. And he didn't know what the noise was, so he went to the window. And it was a Ferrari. It was a Ferrari dealership across the street from his, uh, from his hotel. And the, the sound of that Ferrari was very seductive to him. You know, and not in a sexual sense, but just like a, like a physical sense. Like, wow, that's a really cool thing. So he actually went downstairs across the street, went to this Ferrari dealer, sa- and said, you know, can I, like, test drive this Ferrari? And he knew that he shouldn't, right? He knew that, like, he was just, he wasn't going to buy one. He had no money buying it. But the guy was like, sure, yeah, all right, let's do a test drive. And he went behind the wheel of the Ferrari, and as soon as he turned on the engine, and he turned that, that thing on, and he, he, felt, he, said, I felt, he felt the roar of the engine in his body, he lost his drive. Because now, all of a sudden, he wanted the Ferrari, instead of wanting to serve the people. And Dr. Zinn said it took this particular minister two and a half years to get his ministry back again. Because he completely lost his focus. right? And there's nothing more Ferraris, I, I like Ferraris too. Uh, so that's not. What, so don't get caught up in the Ferrari, you know, analogy. You can like your Ferraris or Maseratis or, or whatever. Uh, what we're talking about really is is the feeling, right? It's very easy to lose that feeling. Remember, you said you, you find a love, right? He used to say like you got to hold that love in your hand the way you'd hold a butterfly. You don't hold it like like this. You're gonna crush the poor thing, right? You got to hold the you got to hold the love in your hand like this, and at all times protect that love. I always have that love in your hands like this and walk around gingerly protecting it because you, know, you don't want to squish it and that what happened is in for that particular person right, his ministry was really dependent upon service and when he thought about I want this Ferrari more than he wanted the service because he was now getting really popular and now he had money he probably could have get to close to affording that Ferrari when he started thinking that, that Ferrari was more important than the service, than the mission then he lost the mission you understand that? Right? So the mission is the most important thing. That's what we want to hold on to, like that, like that butterfly. You know? now, not that you shouldn't have a goal of having a Ferrari. Right? You should make so much money that you could be driving whatever you want and living wherever you want. That, so we're not talking about the material aspect of this. What we're talking about is holding on to the mission. It's really easy to get swayed. Right? It's really easy, especially when you guys graduate. You guys have student loans, $200,000 student loans. It's going to be very easy to get swayed. Right, but how do you pay back student loans? Like I saw there's a sign that says "Student Loan Repay back Seminar," you know, thing. Which you probably should go to just to learn how to you know, do it right. But I can tell you, how, can, can I take, give you a suggestion on how to do it? Every month, pay to what's supposed to pay. There, that's how you do it. There's there's nothing secretive about this, right? Now there might be ways that you. I'm serious. There's you don't have to. There's nothing you got to pretend about this, right? The payment comes due and you pay it. That's how you do it, right? And you want to do it really quick, then, then, then pay off all your other crap that you got, whether the stupid credit card things that you have, pay those off, and, and then dump the stuff that's in the credit card into the student loans. Right? So you got your $200 a month, you're paying off a credit card for whatever it is that you bought in the past. Well, cut up that credit card so you don't use it anymore. And I take that credit card money, you're paying $200 a month to pay off that Visa thing. All right, so when you're done, you don't say, yes, now i get got $200 more a month to spend on me. You say, yes, i got $200 more a month to put into my student loans. And you start rocking all these other things, payments, into your student loans until you start paying double, triple what you're supposed to be paying. And you didn't pay them off in 10 years. That's how you pay them. There's your whole student loan seminar in, two, in one and a half minutes. Right? That's how you pay them off. Because you, you keep your eye on the goal. You keep your eye on the mission. You keep your eye on the purpose. Right? The eye, you're holding that butterfly in your hand, and you're saying, I'm protecting this at all costs. And I'm not going to let worries about student loans... And I'm not going to let worries about mortgages. And I'm not going to let, well, my friend bought a Mercedes and I really got to buy a Mercedes. And well, I got to buy a bigger Mercedes and I got to get a BMW 700 because he got a 700. You don't have the, that's not what your, your thought isn't about that, right? Not that you can't like that stuff and get that stuff, but you can't, that's not the goal, right? There was a guy down the road from me when I was in, uh, in New Jersey. This guy, all he did was talk about the next Mercedes that he bought. Everybody, because I, I and the reason I knew this is because I always get a lot of his former patients. And his former patients would say, I really love coming to this office because you talk about us and make us feel good. And he would talk about himself and his brand new Mercedes and how he's going to get this latest one. And every six months he would turn one in and get a new one. And that was his whole thing, was him and his Mercedes. Everybody knew that about him, right? So they, they, went, they went to see him. And, he, and he, he, he was an unbelievable advertiser. He was on TV and radio and all these commercials and stuff, so he was very good at marketing, but he, was, he should have shut his mouth is what he should have done, just adjusted people, right? right? And he, should, he let go of that butterfly a long time ago, and he's not even there anymore. I just drove by a couple months ago when I was up there in New Jersey, he's not even there anymore, right? Because you, you can't let that butterfly go, right? If you focus on the Mercedes too much instead of focusing on the mission and focus on the people and focus on the kids that need to get adjusted, then you're going to be focused on the wrong thing. Right? Especially in this day and age. You know, it was amazing, this is 1996, he's talking about you're not going to have insurance anymore. He's right. I had 100% insurance practice back in the 90s. I have almost a 10% insurance practice now. Right? It's almost 0% insurance, although it takes up a lot of time. But it's, almost, zero, it's like almost nothing. And he was absolutely right, because insurance isn't paying for chiropractic. Insurance is paying for crisis. Right, this man was a genius. You've got to listen to him more. You've got to read some of his books, like Lasting Purpose, right here in the library. Go get Lasting Purpose. You know, De's got has a set. They sell uh, still a couple of his um, his CDs and stuff or MP3s. Get some of his stuff to listen to. Uh, go into the library. Maybe they have some stuff in the back basement or something. Uh, uh, more stuff you can listen to. Right. We have, you've got to, the, the people like this, the giants that we've learned from before, they're the ones we really need to pay attention to. And think about, think about, the, you know, why you're here. And, and while you are here, right, sharpen that saw like we talked about. Sharpen that saw. Listen to the giants who came before us. And remember, there's a reason that you're here. And the reason isn't paying back your student loans. And the reason isn't buying a big car and a big house. All those things might come, and that's great, but that's not the point. You didn't come to school to pay back your student loan, right? That's not why you got education. So you can become a student loan repayment expert, right? You became a chiropractor because you want to serve the people, right? So focus on the mission and not on these, extra- these distractions, right? Because those distractions are like that Ferrari, right? The sound of that Ferrari and he lost his mission. The, the, feel, the feel of that student loan, I got to pay that student loan. You're going to lose your mission, right? Don't focus on those things. Don't focus on the external things focus on the why you're here which is inside right and then you could always stay focused on what you really need to be doing okay <coughs> mm-hmm.